everybody to Ballers Mums podcast. Sorry that we're a bit behind. We've been so, so busy, haven't we, Tay? Yeah, it's been a, a busy, busy few weeks, to be honest. <laughs> the boys have been really busy as well this week. They've had like three tournaments in one week. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a mad one. Um, but I think it's time to touch on something that um you haven't told the ballers mums community yet and that is dun, 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 you have moved to Wolverhampton like what tell me about it tell me about it yeah we made the move guys didn't we Gav yeah we're here now in Wolverhampton we're here yeah yeah we are. we felt like we kind of had no choice really <laughs> Firstly, I need to know, how did this all happen? <laughs> how did you finally make that decision? Because back in episode one, you said, oh, we might need to move to Wolverhampton. Um, you know, obviously it would be a lot easier. So how did that move all happen? How did it come about? Yeah, so so it, it's a bit of a, there's more than one reason. For us, really, socially, it's, it's better for us here because we've got family and friends here. Yeah, I said in episode one that I didn't want to move to Wolverhampton and I wouldn't move to Wolverhampton. Uh, So the fact that we're here is a bit of a shock for me, to be honest. Um, I did try my hardest to stay in Leicester, but that wasn't meant to be. We weren't meant to stay there. Um, And as Gav said, there is more of a community for us down here. Um, friends and family well his friends and his family um, I don't have that many I don't have any friends and family apart from my friends from football <laughs> so it's good to be close to like you Nad and my girl Jen outside of that it's it's mainly Gavin's um, community to be fair or family and friends um, so yeah but that would be wherever I go, unless we go back to Oxford. That's where all my peeps are. So um, it's good for Trayvon to have, like, friends as well, like different places he can go to hang out with, like other friends, kids and stuff like that, which we he only we only had one family in Leicester where we could do that. Um, so, you know, people can get tired of you quite easily. You never know. <laughs> So it's nice to have a variety of places you can go. Um, but I'm just, it's its a lot. I'm still adjusted. I'm still, I'm still processing, I think. What about you? Are you still processing? I think you just, you don't, you're, because you've moved all your life, innit? You're not one to even be attached to a place. But I really liked Leicester. And... I I still prefer Leicester to Wolverhampton. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it is closer. The journey is better because it's it's not far. Um, we can come home and have dinner. All of those things that was hard for us before, with that hour and a half journey, back and forth 
three or four times a week. That's now cut down. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, but it doesn't take long to get home and then I'm home and I can cook dinner or eat dinner after training or games and stuff like that. But I did miss Leicester. I do miss Leicester. I just, I don't know. How are you? Leicester is a nicer city. Leicester was um, visually a lot nicer. The area we lived in was a lot nicer. The house was, um, had more space. Um, the Did you want to leave though? Not initially. The aesthetics of Leicester is better, 100%. It's a nicer place um, um, aesthetically. But like, like I said, you've got the social aspect and you've got the aesthetic. aesthetic. Wolverhampton is not as aesthetically pleasing, but it's, we've got the network, we've got the people here. Leicester just feels nicer, greener. Yeah, I miss the green. Wolverhampton nice... just feels like concrete jungle to me. If it, but it depends where you live in Wolverhampton. Well, where we live is concrete jungle. Because we're in the middle of the city. But yeah, Leicester is um, it's a nice place to live. Very friendly people on that. But then, like I said, you balance it out. You've got one side of it, which is um, the visuals, and then you've got one side, the social. And, and here, we've definitely got that network here, the people around us. So I think it's going to affect me more. Because at least in Leicester, when I'm on my own and I'm going through stuff, I've got the green, which helps me tremendously with mental health and stuff. Whereas with you, because you're always out socialising, it's not a problem for you. I'm the one that's on my own a lot of the time. So not having the green really does affect me. Also, um, how stressful has it been? Because, you know, moving from down the road, I only moved down the road from my mum's to where I live now. That was stressful as it was, but how is it? How has it been moving to a new city? How are you finding it? Stressful-wise, for the move, it was very stressful for me. Was it stressful for you? I don't think it was stressful for you. No, I'll just get on with it. Obviously, there's a lot of driving and a lot of lifting, a lot of, you know, like a lot of, there's a lot to do, but I just I just get on with it. Sometimes I'm doing like four journeys in a day, but I I don't ever complain about that. Cause I know that's that's what you got to do and you got to move. So I just I just do it. I'd rather just do it all in one day, two days, and just and then just relax. You know, that, that's me really. Yeah, for me it, it's more than that because I think Gavin had the easier job. I think I I would if I'd have had Gavin's job to do, it would have been less stressful for me. But I had to find the house. I had to sort everything out as far as paperwork is concerned, the financial side, the driving, finding the van, everything was me. <laughs> and then and then packing stuff there and then unpacking stuff here and finding places for it. And we downsized as well, so we had to get rid of a lot of stuff and declutter, which I was glad of um, because... You know, it's good to declutter. It's good to lighten the load, um, but it was really, it was really hard. I'm not gonna lie. It it was very taxing on my mind and very taxing on my body. Obviously, Gavin's able-bodied, so um, it's not so bad for him. But with me, with my issues, um, it made it very hard um, with the move. Um, so yeah, it was very stressful, and I don't want to do it again. I really don't. It, I think this is the worst move I've ever done in my life because I'm the mover for my family. I, I'm always the one that moved people. 
Um, my sister was when they moved to London. When my sister moved to London, I moved her. I moved myself from Bicester to Oxford, from house to house in Oxford, and I drive vans and all the rest of it. And it's always been easy to me. But and even when we moved from Oxford to Leicester, I found that easy. So, when we moved from the first house in Leicester to the second house in Leicester, um, I was five months pregnant, and I didn't find that hard at all or stressful. But this one, oh my gosh, proper stressful. I just, yeah, still coming out of the stress. I think <laughs> nothing to say. No, it's easy for you, isn't it? <laughs> It is, cause I, just, I don't, I don't, even when I find it difficult, like, I'm tired, I don't feel stressed about it. doesn't matter how physical it is or how much time i got to spend. I just, in my mind, because when I was a kid, uh, I remember it, I know where I get it from. I used to do cross-country as a kid and I used to have to run for miles. And even though I was burning and it was hurting, I learned to condition myself to just get on with it and do it. Even though my body's telling me, oh, you're hurting, I could feel my lungs and that. And I had to just teach myself to just keep going. Because I always wanted to win everything. So that even now, if I feel something like tiredness or, you know, like that burden, I just get on and go. Because I expect this is going to happen when you do a move or, you know, when you do something like, you know, extra. I just get on and just do it. That's just that's just how I've been since I was a boy. So that's just how... That's what, that's what it is for me. Would you want to move again? It, I don't mind. Again, I don't mind. It doesn't. I, I expect it's that's what it is. You just condition your mind, just go on and do it, and then just do it as quick as you can, and then uh, move on. That's it. Do you think my job was easier or harder than yours? I don't really look at it like that because I because like I said, I didn't say I didn't feel stress in the body or my mind, or I'm not tired doing four driving like seven hours in a day. Not people would hate that, and not people would say that's proper stressful for them. I just don't look at it like that. A lot of people couldn't, don't, don't even like driving to football and back. They say, oh, it's stressful on the motorway, just doing two gen. I'm doing like five gens in one day. I just, my perspective is different. So I think a lot of people will say what I did was stressful. Breaking down on the motorway, tyres gone, you know, all these different things that happen, getting um, getting caught speeding, and all, which is what happened on the way there. But I don't... Yeah, we was, we was on the motorway at two o'clock in the morning but, with a van full of our stuff with a blown out tyre. But this is what I'm saying... You, I, it's and Trayvon was I don't, with us. I don't look at it, which is more and more... Because enough people would have gone through what I went through and said it was proper stressful. I just have a different perspective on that. So even when I'm doing um, journeys till, like, four in the morning and and then when, even when I finish and I'm getting... Uh, having to uh, uh, pay the fine because I was doing seven miles over the limit on the M6, people would look at that as stressful. I just think, OK, that's his life. Let's get on and do the course. Pay it and get on. It's just perspective. That's how I look anyway. Mm, you better than me. Unfortunately, word on road, word on road is wolves. Wolves have helped you move and they've, they've got you a house. So I want to know, Tina and Gavin, is this true? This rumour is going around like wildfire that wolves have put you up. Uh, they've, they've got you a house. Um, absolutely crazy in my eyes, but I just want to know what are your thoughts on that, and have they? <laughs> Rumor, oh my gosh! <laughs> Go on, Gav. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's a funny one because oh, certain parents, you know, there's parents that are just very competitive, whether they be here or other clubs, they're very competitive. And I, and it's obviously parents that are spreading it, not coaches. Saying obviously, it. yeah. Obviously. What what I'll say is this. No, we know it's parents because they, they've told us No, it's, it's parents. obviously parents. It's not... It's, it's, it's Facts. Ob- <laughs> but it, it can also be coaches from other clubs saying that as well because other coaches will want to incite um, um, debate and whatever and, and upset other parents... Because it said could be other coaches, but what I will say is this year, when we told Wolves that we was moving, they were more shocked than the parents were. Yeah, they were more shocked. They couldn't believe it because um, we we did decide to do it last minute. We, we did. did. We, we didn't tell no one. We didn't tell anyone. We didn't tell. We didn't tell anyone till last last till, minute. Till we were literally yeah. moving here. Yeah, and um, and yeah, I think it, yeah, it's flattering that certain parents or coaches will think that. I moved. wish Wolves had moved us because it would have been less stressful. It's very flattering people <laughs> think that. You obviously, you obviously must think highly of um of Trayvon. They to, must, isn't to, it? To think that Wolves are going to move. Well, he is a king. <laughs> to think that, that to think that Wolves are going to um get us a house, isn't yeah. it? Oh, I I'm, wish. I'm very flattered by your your mindset. Yeah. But we would we would never even have considered that they would do that. Oh my days! Because if we if we even thought they would do that, we would have gone and would, asked them to do it. <laughs> We would have gone. We would have gone and put it in right in a made yes, it official. Made it official. Yeah, save some money on the bills. Got a bigger house. Got a bigger house because <laughs> the house we're living in is smaller it's than Norway Leicester. Well, way smaller. It's way smaller. We would have got it in. I know, probably further in a out nicer town. area of Wolverhampton. It'd be further out where there's some greenery. Right. So we we would have we would have rinsed it if it was if it was Wolves. We would have said, look, can you, oh, can you get God. us a little mini mansion and you know yeah. pay for everything? And but we didn't because because. Um, that's not a reality for us. The reality is we did it all ourselves. Yeah. 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 Packing stuff in the car, stuff in the van, using two cars, doing 15 journeys and it was just... Anyway, thanks for your, 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 you know, thanks for the the gestures and the rumours, but unfortunately... You're wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) Way off, mate. And the coaches were proper shocked when they found out we were coming up here. They, They were absolutely baffled because they genuinely thought... You live eight minutes from Leicester's training ground, yeah. They didn't think it was gonna stay at Wolves. I think I, I think certain people thought that you know um, there's a there's a, like an eighty percent chance that we could just get off at any time mm-hmm. because we were conveniently close to the new training ground in Leicester. Yeah. So they're thinking, why go from one category one to another when there's not much difference between? But then the two? that's that's also a part of another rumor. But even when we before we moved here, people thought that they must be giving us the world, paying our petrol and yeah. all the rest of it. I know, yeah, people... I, people it, In order for us to even be travelling to Wolverhampton when Leicester's right next to our house. Yeah, so for two years, we've been spending 300 quid a month on petrol, and that's just what it was. So all of these rumours are going around. It's very flattering, because you obviously must think highly of, of, of Trayvon to even think that they would go out of their way to do all of that, yeah, over the last two years. But it hasn't been the case. See, so all I will say to you guys is, um, yeah, thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks. And uh, if you want to, you know, now you know the truth, if you want to send some donations, we could truly would, you know, appreciate it. You know, we'll give you our PayPal if you want to help. Well, with we can the, set up a Patreon if yeah, you want. Yeah, you know I mean? to help with with all the financial. Or just bring some cash. It. Bring some cash if you want. Like, you yeah. see, if you see us on a match, just bring a bring a bit just of cash. Just bring it. Just bring it. Because you know, you know money's tight. And, money you know, is tight. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> rumors, rumors, rumors. 
um so how how's your journey now and how how does it pan out in your day like um does it fit around in your lifestyle a lot easier now or is there still little things where you think okay we live closer but um is there anywhere where we can go and train because that that was a real big thing because Trayvon's homeschooled is there anywhere where he can go and freely train um like he would in in Leicester so that's really that would be really interesting to know um has he has it changed his schedule so to speak with his football I think the the main I think the primary the main benefit I've felt is that we, I feel like we're surrounded by people that we know I just feel like there's a network here and that and yeah there's like like I said family friends are all here like and and every little every trip is 15 minutes away we go and see someone it's 10 minutes away go and see someone it's half an hour away you know if we need something or if we need help like there's people here we can call and they're within like 20 minutes you can start having date nights yeah like (laughs) these are there's things that just you know now we're here we realize it's just that it's easier socially and obviously yeah and training is just you know 10 minutes away so everything that we need is within close proximity and and apart from costco Costco, Costco's not five minutes away from me. The shops, the shops is the thing that's, that's you know. Yeah, big Tesco's is just like, oh. there's one in Dudley that's like 20 minutes drive. So it's, it's, Which was five minutes from the old house. Yeah, so Costco's was 10 minutes. So everywhere really is like 15, 20 minutes realistically. Every, every, everything we do is 15, 20 minutes. Or say it averages out everywhere, you know, like there's a little bit of a drive, but it's not, nowhere's like an hour, two hours like before. So, um, in terms of like the pitches, that was a big thing for me because in Leicester they had they had three G pitches that we can go on with floodlights. There was three of them in Leicester. There's nothing in the West Midlands like that. This, I'm, I'm sorry, but this is what I don't understand. Big, big Wolverhampton, West Midlands. What are you doing, council? Uh, even like the football, the Villas, the the Wolver the, the Wolves, the West Brom. Why are you not providing 3G pitches in the West Midlands for the youth them to play football on? And to be fair, it's Leicester City Council that do that do a better job. That's why I said council. Yeah, it's Leicester City Council that are very good of providing amenities. Like in Victoria Park in Leicester, you had big tennis court, you had the ramps for the skateboarders, you had a th- two 3G pitches. And with- I wonder why kids are on the street doing madness. Come on, man. Two... Two 3G pitches with floodlights and the tennis courts and basketball courts, all with floodlights, not far from the train station in Leicester, and there's toilets as well and a big massive park. And all of that's provided twin, like all day. You can go on at any time for free, first come, first serve. Then they had the, the Cruyff Court, which is a Dutch uh, foundation that started in Holland, and they've put a couple of Cruyff Courts in London, two in Leicester, one in Liverpool. There were no other Cruyff Courts in the whole of the country. Growth courts are basically built for the community. So they put them in any cities for kids to play. And there um, would be so many more players for them to scout if they had these Cruyff courts though, wouldn't they? Well, it doesn't have to be Cruyff because it's just a 3G pitch because the Victoria Park is just a 3G pitch. It doesn't matter. As long as you've got a 3G pitch... These concrete pitches are not cutting it without floodlights. Yeah, you need you need at least floodlights. I mean, there's one in Heathtown, but we, we started to go there and... Um, we went there a few weeks, but there was literally like two kids playing out, and it's surrounded by flats, and there was just no one there. Yeah, and I think that's been actually quite detrimental for Trayvon. 
Nah, I don't think... Nah, it's not detrimental because we found somewhere else. It's detrimental if, it, if there's no options, but we we have to just travel a bit further. But you've, we've only just found that in the last week. Yeah, we've been here. We've been, been here a month and we found something within a month. So I, I think it's detrimental when six months down the line there's no one to play with, there's no kids balling. Initially, I thought there's got to be somewhere in Wolves like, like there was in Leicester, but there wasn't. Then I googled Birmingham um, and I couldn't find anything on the map. Whereas if you Google Leicester pitches, the free ones can't straight away. Now, I'm not saying there's nothing free in, in Birmingham because I know there are Astro pitches in Birmingham, but they're not advertised, so people don't know about it. Now, we found one. In fact, there's two. In fact, there's three. But but they're not advertised, and most parents don't even know about it. In fact, parents who live in the area their pitches are in didn't even know about the pitches that are there. So, yeah, we have to make more effort to yeah. know what's going on. It's not easily advertised. So I think a lot of kids don't benefit just because they don't know about it. Yeah. Um, there's one there's a pitch in like Kings Norton there's one in in, in in Hampstead one in Hells Owen they are there but it's just not when I've asked parents they, they didn't know they just said no nah, there's nothing nothing but that doesn't mean there's nothing just because they say there's nothing it just means they don't know about it that's what I would say and we have but isn't when you said you searched Google did it come up when you searched Google oh, of course not no that's what I'm saying in Leicester when you search it um, the three pitches come up on the first page within the first 10 options. Corey Court comes up, Victoria Park comes up, and it's advertised for free. Whereas um, when I Googled here, the Astro pitches that are free didn't come up at all. Not it's at ridiculous. All. But so, that's all in Birmingham, isn't it? What about Wolverhampton? I don't, I don't know about that. I don't there's know. nothing in Wolverhampton, is there? I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't say there's nothing. I don't know. Well, you haven't found anything. That's what I'm saying. Cause be, like I said, because they're not advertised, a lot of these pitches that are free, they're kind of old... Not, um, they're not really maintained astro pitches. They, they, they're usable, but you can tell they're not maintained. So they're probably not on the map. They're not officially. There's no phone number. They're just literally like an open court where you can go on. So when you search for it, you don't find it because it's not maintained. Anybody that knows anybody in Wolverhampton Council, can you please tell them to sort themselves out and sort these places out for the kids, Ben? So the kids of the future. So what it is in and Wolves Academy, maybe you can help. I don't know. Like you're a big football club, you're not you, you know you got your money. You could probably help, innit? Well, there, there's a second Cruyff Court in Leicester. There's two, and and the, Leicester the, City train on train the kids on them, don't they? They use for free. They have a foundation just like Wolves do. Wolves do the foundation, but Wolves use the pitch in um, Heath Town that we went to, the concrete one. So every huh? every Premier League club has a foundation. Hold on a second. Wolverhampton used the pitch in Heathtown in Birmingham. No, Heathtown's in Wolverhampton. Oh, is it? Oh. Just down the road. Oh, okay. When we went to the pitch, when we first found it, when we first found the um, the, the concrete pitch in Heathtown, we were just driving past looking for pitches. Oh, it's a concrete pitch? Yeah, the one that we've been going to. That's where we found the Wolves Foundation guys tr- doing what Leicester guys do. So, so every Premier League club has a foundation where they just have a kicks programme for the community. We happened to be driving past a floodlit area in Heathtown and that's where the Wolves guys were. But there was only a few kids there and it was on a concrete um, pitch. Whereas in Leicester, Leicester City used the Cruyff Court, which is a 3G pitch. In fact, they used both Cruyff Courts. So basically, um, so basically, I came to the assumption that there's nothing in Leicester, in Wolves, that's for free. Because if there was, in terms of like Astro and that, they would have been using it. Now there are pitches even by our house where we live, um, but you again you have to pay like ten pound, which is no different from going to goals. In fact, goals is cheaper. 
goals you, you pay a fiver you can go as long as you want whereas the pitch uh, just by a school right by a house it hardly ever gets used and they, and they charge more so there are pitches but they're all charging even if it's two three pound five pound eight pound they're charging something so that's why i think the astro pitches are freely available because they're not maintained anymore you can tell this the surface is a bit bit rough and that so good enough for us but i think there should be more at least astro pitches doesn't have to be 3g just make the astro pitches available because in south london every five minutes you'll drive past a 3g pitch or astro pitch Every five minutes. And where do the best players in England come from? Right now, the highest ratio of players coming out of South London. And it's the same in Paris. In Paris, there are, I think there's uh, uh, about 20, the documentary on, on, on YouTube, they talk about it, there's about 20 different Astro or 3G pitches just in the Paris suburbs. Um, Football is a massive thing in, in, um, in the suburbs in, in Paris. And they, those pitches get used all the time hours and hours because of the surface so if and, and where do most of the best players in Europe come from they come from <laughs> the Paris suburbs and this, the, the French suburbs because they cater for the kids and in Leicester where we were the pitches were always being used even when it was icy yeah. rain yeah. snow it doesn't matter what the weather was the was pitches were all there was always kids there because the surface and because of the lights as well so, so, for example, the, where we, we're going in Heathtown, if that was a Astro pitch, people would travel from from other areas just to come to that pitch because the floodlights are always on in Heathtown. So they've got one thing right, but they just made that an Astro. I promise there'll be so much kids playing there for hours and hours, even in the freezing cold, because there'd be nothing else like it. That's, that's my take on it. Yeah. Needs to be done, man. It really does. I think that's one of the the, the things that I'm a bit upset about <laughs> when it comes to Trayvon's training because it's okay to move here so that he can get to Wolves but his training is key to his development so the fact that he doesn't have anywhere no, we do have, we do that have. is as good as where he trained in Leicester and have the, the older boys as well the community that he can play with and not just be there on his own or one or two people you know, I... like I said, we have it now because when we go there, there are other boys playing. So it took us a few weeks to find something, and the only thing is, obviously, if it's if it was winter time, we'd have to get there early because there's no lights there. But then I might even bring my own lights because that's just what I'm like. I've got a, I've got my LEDs that could just fit on the fence because I'm I'm like that. But didn't you say it's concrete? No, the pitch that we found in Hampstead, yeah, it's an astro pitch, right? What I'm saying is, it's good now because it's summertime and it and you can stay till late, right? If it was winter time, it'd get dark at five o'clock. So to get around that, I'd just have to just bring my lights and stick them up because the car can park right by the fence. That's literally what I would do. And they just and then kids who he plays with at Wolves live in the same area. We can just come down and just literally play for an extra hour, hour and a half. I've got all the setup to do all that. So that's how I get around it because where we go, the pitch that we found, there are loads of boys that go there and play, older boys. So, so essentially, it's it's fine, it's good. The only issue would just be is just getting the lights sorted. Which is what I would, which is all, you know, I've got a set of lights I can use, but that's not a concern until what, what, like November, because mm. for the next seven months, you haven't got to worry at all about lighting. That's the only thing. Everything else is perfectly fine. It doesn't have to be three G. Doesn't. I'm not bothered whether it's three G or Astro as long as it's one of those two turfs. That's fine with me. And as long as there's boys there, which there is, that's fine. It's good to go. Mm. And on top of that, 
um, his team, a lot of his teammates live in the Great Bar area. In fact, there's about six of them who all know each other, who all played for Wolves or Villa that live in that area. So that that's another benefit as well. They can come down and link up and play. Like yesterday, I went with Trayvon and we went with um, Trayvon's friend and we went down there and played. So that's his teammate. Mm. Do you see? So there's, that's what I mean when I say that there's a network of people here that's just here. Ready. Yeah, yeah. So we can get those boys together and play with the older boys that already go there, mm. and it'll just feel better. Do you see what I'm saying? It's just more of a, a family thing, and they can, you know, go to each other's houses and link up. So, yeah, and it's not far from here. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That is a good. And how has um, Trayvon liked moving? Does he like his new, you know, new house? Well, Trayvon's actually here. He can actually tell you what it's been like moving to Wolverhampton so yeah I really like it but it is very small what's That's small the, the house is very small compared to the old one yeah definitely <laughs> in your bedroom yeah it's nicer than the old house but the old house is bigger and the new house is smaller and and the bathrooms are very nice <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. And that's very important, isn't it? Because you have to wash the kin. <laughs> so what about, what else do you like about the move? Um, living in Wolverhampton. I like, yeah, like Daddy said, families and friends. Families and friends. I love it. I love it. Just down over there, up there, just there. Just got lots of people you can mm, go see. Mm. Yeah. Just, it's great. <clears throat> it's great. Is there anything you don't like? Well, not really, no. No? It's only the house is small enough. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. So I think if Trayvon had his way, then you'd 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 move again into a bigger house, innit? Yeah. Yeah. Would you like Wolves to buy you a bigger house? Since everybody thinks that Wolves bought our house. Do you think Wolves would have bought us a small house like this if they'd have done it? <laughs> no. <laughs> They would have bought us a mansion, did it? Yeah, because that's what you deserve, because you're a king, innit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get no small house. Because <laughs> I can't practice in this small space and small oh, Yeah, yeah, because you could play football in the house before, not in this yeah. one. Well, you can a bit in my room, in, I mean, Daddy's room, but not your room. I know, your room is your room is tiny compared to your old, house, your old room. Mm. Anything else you want to say to the people? Nothing really. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you recommend recommend to any other baller mums, dads out there? Would you recommend if they live in a different city, um, and and they're really struggling to, you know, to get to training and things like that, and they know that their child, well, we'd like to think that our child is secure at whatever academy they're at. Would you would you suggest to them to make the move, or would you say wait until they're of a significant age? Like, what what's your thoughts on that? First of all, I'd say our situation is unique to other people's. Number one, we homeschool Trayvon. Number two, I work from home, so me and my wife we're at home. We don't we weren't tied to a postcode. He wasn't Trayvon wasn't at school tied to a postcode. So for us to get up and move is an unusual situation for most people. The average person has a job, they'll have a contract. Yeah, you know, most kids uh, is at is at a school. Um, so they they can't just get up and move the way we did. So we our situation is completely unique. Secondly, you have to prioritize. If you're going to get up and move, 
is it going to be right for you socially, emotionally? Um, is it financially? It, yeah, it like is football a prior? Is it a priority? Because a lot of parents don't they're not going to get up and move for their kid two hours down the road uh, for their little eight year old because it's, it's not a priority in their life. It's it could be secondary or tertiary in their life. So I wouldn't say someone to just get up and move just so your you know little boy can play football. I wouldn't. The average person would say. Go where's go where's nearer because it's more convenient because you're already settled, you're already in school, you've already got a settled job. So most people would choose those other things over the football because it's too much of a hassle to get up and relocate around the football. Our situation was. But what different. if they what if they were like us in the sense that they didn't want to go to their local football club? And they did have to travel an hour and a half. Yeah, but if if they don't want to go to a football club, either do one of two things. Be prepared to get a smaller car and travel or make the move. It's one or the other. You don't have to make the move. You could just get up and travel. It's, it just depends on what you know you can do. Some people like driving, some people don't. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So there isn't a right or wrong. It's what you feel most comfortable doing. I mean, you t- knowing that you've moved now, it's making me think I need to move to Wolverhampton because this hour of journey, even though I do get a taxi and I'm very, very grateful, um, it's still long. And I mean, you know, some nights we're still waiting ages for a taxi because it'd be interesting. Like, I do feel Junior's, you know, obviously he's happy where he is right now. So that, that that's all that matters. Um, and I'd like to think he's going to continue to, to thrive and, and be there for a while. Uh, would it make sense if I moved? Because my thing is, I'm really nervous about secondary schools in our area. Um, and that's probably one of the reasons why I would move, but that's for schooling for myself. Um, because my job, I can I can move with my job, it's fine. But that, that would be my one thing when he hits like 10, 11, would I, for me, and obviously, to make it life easier for him for football, would I move? Uh, who knows? Because you didn't think you were going to move, girl. Again, your prior, your um, situation, Nad, is unique because you can move for work, but your initial reason or your main reason is for schooling because of the area you're in and you want him to go to a good school. And obviously, walls provide a good school. They have links to good schools. And if your child has a contract with them and a part of the academy at 10, 11, whatever age, your child can go to that school. So, you know, if that was me and I was in your situation, I definitely would make that move. But then saying that... um, you may not have to move anyway because I don't think that you have to live in the area to be able to go to those schools. I think it's just being a part of the academy which gives you the right to go to them schools. So you could still live where you live in and you could still go to that school without you moving and then you get the best of both worlds. So again, it's the priority, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? What's, like... what's the priority? That you just have whatever Nadi's priority is and then do that. I mean, obviously, it's it, it it's it's good for travel and finances. But is it good? Like, is it good like for, I said, for, for the social, yeah. it depends on what's most important to you. I'd say eighty-five percent of the kids at Wolves are from Birmingham way, which means most of them are travelling nearly an hour to get here because of the traffic. Mm. Not not the distance; it's the traffic. And the average person I speak to says it takes nearly an hour or an hour just to get to football. But but but. 
90% of the kids who sign for Wolves are from Birmingham. Mm. So the parents are doing the travel. They've already committed to doing the travel. Do you see what I'm saying? And the thing is, is your child going to stay at that academy as well? You've got to think about that. Like, I do have... Do you know if that they've been promised like contracts for years and stuff? Because you could move and then all of a sudden they release you. But that's a gamble that everyone takes. No one's guaranteed um, years of contract. No one's guaranteed it because you don't know if your boy's going to be good enough to play in three, four years' time. Like They, they don't know that. It's, it's always going to be a gamble. It's a gamble staying in the area and going for a local club because it's convenient. It's a gamble travelling far because you don't want to play. It, every choice you make is a gamble because you have no idea... Really, unless you have divine intervention, you've got no idea really what, what's best to do. You just, you look at it logically, you do what's more convenient, or you use your intuition. Do you know what I mean? But unless you know full well, like, I can see the future, you're so gamble, isn't it? Mm. I mean, although we we did, we do homeschool, Trayvon, we do have a child that's in college. Um, and that part of the move has, I think, been the most stressful because he now his life has been disrupted and I've I've cried because of the choice we made to move that I feel like affected Pharrell in a bad way because now he's having to travel from Wolverhampton to Leicester every day to finish college it didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out um yeah it didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out I thought that he would be able to transfer to a college and it would be that simple but it really wasn't and he's not been able to transfer so financially <laughs> we've been worse off because he's in college four days a week and Trayvon was coming down here three days a week and I can't drive him every day and he has to get there early in the morning so we're having to pay for trams we have to pay for drain um thank the lord for his blessings because his college is now you know said that they will pay his travel um so that's a relief um, off of off of us, um, but that's been a month down the line. Do you know what I mean? So, and I just and his friends are in Leicester. Um, everything he knows is in Leicester, so he's been sad. He when he's here, he doesn't know anyone. Like I said, it's my the 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 network is more Gavin's network. It's not my network, and it's definitely not my Pharrell's network. So all his network is in Leicester. All his friends are in Leicester. So. It's been hard for him. When he's at home, he's he's sad. And then he's had a loss. He's had a death in the family, which has also knocked him quite hardly, quite hard. So um, it's it's been a bittersweet, to be fair. Um, there's There's been good parts of it and there's been not so good parts of it. And I, my advice for anybody that's thinking about moving, don't just think about one child, that little baller. You've got to think about all your kids. And I think I messed up in that sense. I think I should have waited until um, he'd finished college in the summer. And if I could go back, that's exactly what I would do. I wouldn't have moved. I would have waited until the summer, until he finished college and then moved down here and made that transition a bit better for him but even so he still would have had his friends down there and he still would have been sad so I don't know it's just hard it really is when you've got so many different kids um doing different things it's just not nice so we are closer to Dante who's in Manchester we are closer to him um but yeah um, like as Gavin said, um, every, we're unique, and every situation is unique. You just you got to weigh up the the pros and the cons and make your decision that way. So yeah.
list thanks for listening and thanks for interviewing us nad <laughs> let the people know the truth and yes wolverhampton we are here i'm sure that things will settle down soon for me at least um i get used to the area used to you know my environment and things will be a bit more at peace um so yeah i'm happy to be around friends have friends that are down here as well so yeah i'm gonna go hang out with my girl in a in a bit so yeah thanks for listening guys and yeah we are now officially residing in wolverhampton see you next time bye